Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> okay, we finally own this. <laughs> okay, so hey everyone listening. Welcome to my podcast, The Lip Gloss. I'm your host, Shelby, but you can call me Shell. And today I have a special guest, Nalea. Here with me today. And this is really like a night, a late night session because we've been busy doing us. Literally. So this is a late night session. But before we get into anything, first of all, Nalea, how you doing, girl? How was work today? Girl, it was really good. And I've been doing really good. How have you been, girl? Girl, I've been doing pretty good trying to get my life together and mark off goals for the year. Even though it's been three weeks into the year, (laughs) I'm still trying to align everything that I want to get done. But um, today's topic is going to be so good. Oh, my gosh. I just knew I had to have you on for this topic because I feel like we talk about this anyway. So I'm like, let's just bring our FaceTime conversations to the podcast so today's um topic is about today's beauty standards like instagram expectations everything under that the moon star and sky but before we get into that i love to ask off topic icebreaker questions so yes today the first icebreaker question is what's the most embarrassing fashion trend you used to rock Oh God. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. When I first started doing makeup, mm-hmm. it was like it at the time it was like a big trend to like over highlight your cheekbones. And I oh, used to do yes. that. I'm like, Ugh. now that I look at pictures, I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm screaming because I'm literally like looking at all the YouTube girls that used to over highlight their face. And it's like disgusting. <laughs> and I think when we were all were little, like the bootcut jeans, Ooh. like those were freaking disgusting. Lord, I think mine was the, <laughs> was a sundress and wedges. <laughs> like, okay, the- what I've been seeing on Twitter, like people hate wedges i think wedges are low-key kind of cute Girl, like if you get like, the right pair yes because i used to wear them little wooden wedges with the like oh no <laughs> those are children place vibes it was giving me very much justice <laughs> very much justice <laughs> that oh was a time okay the second question is does your current car have a name does my current car have no girl? You it gotta does. give her a name or him. <laughs> I'm gonna name it. I don't even know. <laughs> you it can name personal much. white. I'm gonna name I'm gonna name it Optic. Okay. Like I because the way I be driving, I'm surprised I haven't wrecked my car because I'm not the best driver in the world. Girl, you're not the first one that has told me that. Like, girl, I don't even know how I'm driving. <laughs> like, I don't okay. know how I got from point A to point B without dying. So, I'm gonna call my car. 
Okay, so the third, the last question is, if you had a movie that was made about your life, what genre would it be and who would you like to play you? Drama and, oh, that's a good one. Who would I want to play me? Who would, who would do me? I don't know. Well. would play me well i would say viola davis because i'm very dramatic yes me too i'm like ooh, who and, would play me and viola davis can do dramas very well yes ma'am so if i had to get or who's that girl that plays on orange is the new black oh, she's the new black oh, what's her name girl i she just had a baby what is her name but I'm sure everybody knows who I'm talking about. Yes, um, because I never watched the show, but I like knew, you know, how like you see the actors on like the the picture. On like Instagram. Yeah, like I never. Yeah. Is she like the dark skinned girl? Yeah, she's a dark skinned girl. She's a really good actress. I love her, but I can't remember her name right now. It, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Is it Raven? I watched the first season. I don't think that's her name. I don't know. Girl, you know, I don't know. Shoot. Y'all know who I'm talking about. They know. Um, Somebody know. Girl. Oh. Right. Look it up. Right. Look it up. <laughs> but she's a really good actress. And I feel like she will fit my vibe more. Because she's more laid back. But she's very dramatic. And I feel like there's more. That's like me. Um, spot on. Yeah. Okay. So. What about you? Girl, for me, um, I definitely would say drama. Because... <laughs> Life just be dramatic. That's how I describe my life dramatic. Um, but I would do drama and I don't know who I don't really know. I think okay, it's this girl that I actually talked about in my last episode of my podcast named Lovey Simone. She played in Greenleaf TV show on own. And mm-hmm. our skin tones are the same. She got pretty natural hair. She older than me. She like 23, but she looked 12, not 12, but like 16. So I'm like, ooh, maybe she could play me because she like a really good actress. And she older than me. I want somebody like already established or like in the game already to play me. So, yeah, I can see Sky Jackson playing. Oh, too. yeah. Yep. You guys got about Sky. Don't forget about my girl Sky. I forgot about Sky. I know, like I'm obsessed with her on Twitter. <laughs> girl, she let's just get into the skin though. Flawless, okay? Yes. I'd be like, and yes. then she just graduated and she's pretty established too. Right, she is established. I forgot about Sky, but yes, yeah, Sky, them two will probably be like the main ones that I will put. Huh? Yeah. Those two would probably be at the top of my list, um, for sure. But moving into tonight's topic, I definitely am excited about this topic. And y'all, if y'all hear me moving, I worked out yesterday morning early. I'm so tired. Girl, how did that I'm go? I'm so sore. I could move all day. I'm laying in the bed talking, but. <laughs> But my st- everything is killing me. Okay, but anyway, moving to the top. Speaking of working out, I'm trying to. I'm not want to get. Oh no, that's fine. Go ahead, y'all. I've been. I my one of my New Year's resolutions was I was gonna try to you know 
get my body right before college. Right. But then my trainer, like my mom got me a trainer and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing really good. But then my trainer, I think she caught corona. Like she didn't really tell me. Oh god. She was like, Hey, I'm feeling sick. And um, I'll text you when I feel better. And it's like week two, and she still hasn't taken me back. So I've been just eating everything. I haven't worked out, y'all. I gained so much weight in <laughs> these little two weeks. Like, I need to get it together. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm gonna get back right. Before we go into that topic, I'm gonna add on to that so how has training been because you know what we about to talk about pretty much adds on to it yeah it goes with it so like what made you want to um well you pretty much said why you wanted to get a trainer but how has training and stuff been Mm -hmm. oh okay okay okay. way deeper than why i wanted to get a trainer but basically why I went to get mm-hmm. a trainer because I went to, you know, my yearly checkup um in back in December, I wanna say, December, November, one of those. And like, um, she was like, Okay, everything's looking good, but my blood pe- pressure was kinda high and like my weight, like mm-hmm. I've gained I gained a lot of weight since my last visit. And I was like borderline, you know. I'm just trying to get back right because one, my family is very prone to um, diabetes and high blood pressure and all of that good stuff. Well, it's not good, but all of this stuff. So I was like, I don't want to be 16 taking insulin because I remember watching my right. grandpa take his shots and I'm like very freaked out of shots. I hate shots. So I'm like giving myself a shot every single day because... I didn't do right. Mm. And I've heard stories where people lose their toes, their hair, lose their whole limbs because of diabetes. And I'm like, I'm young. I can do it. It's very hard because girl, them fries. fries. They begin me. Like the working out aspect. Girl, yes. Girl, that is your I, you signature. Every fries, time we go like, out to eat, y'all, they look like girl fries. <laughs> That's like my main thing, like chicken tenders. Okay, yeah, but fries, like I love French fries, and I can't get enough of mm-hmm. them. And it's been, it's been quite the journey. I'm messing up right it's now, key. but consistency is just key because I was doing really good, and I lost like like really five good. or six pounds when I was being consistent with it mm-hmm. because I got my trainer like before Christmas. And I was doing really good right now. <laughs> you probably like, oh, my tooth is gone. I am living. Yes, but I need to get back because I want to lose. I want to lose weight before I go. Um, before I go to college, but at the same time, it's not even. Yes, about it me. is. Okay, so let me okay, just get into it, and then we can just go in. Like- <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So, and I'll tell you this tonight's topic is going to be so. about the beauty standards in society today, and Instagram expectations, everything under that topic. So, the first thing that we're going to talk about is because I feel like under this topic, it's so many things that we can name. Let's just go into the body aspect of it. Um, you have to have a certain body in society. 
you have to have a certain shape, look, color, hair, everything that is an aesthetic of a person versus the inside of people. So this is basically about the aesthetic wise body um, shapes, positivity. I'm going to just bring an example and you just go on off of that. So, you know, that Lizzo, the queen, I love Lizzo. She was basically talking about how she was trying to get healthy. She was trying to avoid and dodge every health issue that may come with to her. She was doing juice cleanse for like two weeks and she got dragged. And I don't really understand that because I feel like regardless of how you look, I'm petite, I'm small, but I still have to be active and eat healthy because I will also be prone to diseases same as Lizzo so what do you think about her wanting to just do like a cleanse detox they they were dragging her so bad on Twitter like she had to leave Twitter that was back last year of January of 2020 and I feel so bad because a lot of people don't understand Mm -hmm. that you could be big and be healthy. You could be plus size and still be healthy. Right. People don't understand the goal is to be healthy. And social media has changed that aspect because I was even reading, I was researching. I was like, why do people have people always hated plus size people? And has it always been a thing? So I researched it. I looked it up and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. What were the fashion trends and what were the standards? The the whole hating, um, fat shaming, the whole body shaming aspect right. didn't come into play until social media became a thing, and until it would. But before that, I'm not even gonna say it was social and media no. because I social media. I love social media because mm-hmm. it could be used for good. It just depends on the way you use it. So. I was researching and I looked it up and it wasn't it was until fast fashion like you know mm-hmm. like p- department stores because you know before in that time period everyone was making their own clothes so it really didn't matter about your body type right. because you know you were making your own clothes at home it wasn't until like the 1920s where fast fashion started you know department stores like Macy's Bilk and to our mm-hmm. for our days, like you know, Fashion Nova, all those good stores. Yep, uh, Victoria's Secret, Forever Twenty One, girl. But it's a whole um fragrance store. But like H and M. Well, I was gonna say a store we got one. down here. It's um, called Love Culture. But you we know, had, but oh yeah, Love Culture. They have some cute stuff. That's another topic. Size because <laughs> again, the world hates. We gonna get into that, but it was it, it when fast fashion started. That's when people were like because it's cheaper to make. You know, the last the less cloth you have to use, the less money you had to spend. So they basically didn't have plus size sizes until later on, nineteen fifties, like thirty years later, when fast fashion became a thing. So plus size women felt left out forever. 
and then it wasn't until the 1950s and then that they started having plus sizes and even then barely any department stores had mm-hmm. any clothes of those women's sizes so it wasn't until 1980s that women started seeing more plus sizes and I still because I'm a plus size woman so I still have trouble finding clothes that are in my size Yes, it's way easier than how, say, my parents probably had it or my grandparents probably had it. But I still have issues finding clothes that are in my size. So I'm like, the issue, it starts when people put money over quality. Yes. Because that's what happens on social media also. And speaking of money money over quality. Over quality. Women getting plastic surgery to fit society standards of beauty and um shapes what do you think about bbls and breast lifts and shots and botox because i did a comment i made a comment on instagram yesterday under the shade room and i was like well can i get a bbl because this looked like the trend i was really joking but i just want to know what you think about it Mm-hmm. I'm totally for plastic surgery, but same reason, right? Everybody has something that they're insecure about. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm I hate my nose. I would, but I know in the back of my mind, I only hate my nose because society. I have a big nose. And it's considered wants me to not hate cute. My nose because right. black people tend to have big noses. Exactly. So. Because I know that is the reason why I want to get my nose done. I wouldn't get my nose done. But like, say, hey, I saw this thing on Grace Anatomy. Um, some girl, she wanted to get plastic surgery. She wanted to get um a BBL. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a BBL. She wanted to get her butt done. And then um the plastic surgery, the plastic surgeon was like, Hey, um, you know you're beautiful, you don't have to get surgery because anybody wants right. Because, you know, that's what society wants you to get. And she was like, I cannot, my jeans are not fit me right because my butt is so flat. <laughs> she was like, I, she was explaining, like, how she literally just wanted to get her butt done just because, you know, that wanted to make her feel better you about did. herself. It wasn't society. So when it's, like, cases like that, I'm totally 100% for it. And, like, Jackie Anna, she just woke up one day and she was like, hmm, I want to get my boobs done. It wasn't a society thing. She was just like, hey, I would love for my boobs to be a little bigger. And like, I w- if I went to get surgery, I would probably get a breast lift or like a BBL. And it's not even because society, it's just because <laughs> right. I want to struggle when I put on my jeans. I want to be like Beyonce. And just wake <laughs> and up, like, just like snatched up to get a put on my jeans my jeans and i didn't even know that jackie had exactly. even got but that yeah. done she looked good regardless but i didn't even know that she got that done and i'm just glad she didn't like put it out there when you really want to make changes for you you just do it and you move on that's how i feel exactly but when it you have to right. ask your, the question why are you doing this and if you tie you back to, hey, I see the girls on Instagram 
with mm-hmm. you know snatched waists, big butts, big boobs, and you see that, and when you when that's the reason, do you have to be like, hey, it's a that's where you draw the line. Like this isn't for me. This is for other people. And I want to point out another thing, like society standards. Yes, that's what I always say. Within beauty the phase, it comes and it goes. Like, so you have to define beauty of how you look at it. Exactly, because if you, I was looking at the um the beauty standards from you know like twenties, early twenty, you know early 2000s uh, like 2009 yep. and stuff when I was watching Girlfriends and I was watching mm. you know Rihanna and Beyonce on videos like they were really VH1. you know skinny and really thin and really petite they had a little meat on their bones but it was it's not yep. really like you know Megan the Stallion like huge butt big thighs but you know no ways flat stomach and they would say girls mm-hmm. like that had big butts and stuff and I'm like that's big um, so you have to think like, hey, if you're doing this th- just then because society wants you to do it, ten years later you're gonna be like not ugly because literally, dang, you were exactly because if a girl like you know Megan Thee Stallion or Doja Cat was to exist, well, of course they exist and were born, but you know mm-hmm. to be as big as had a platform back then. They'll be like, wait, those girls are, you know, right. big, and they'll be trying to fat shame them and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're fat. They look beautiful to me. And, you know, they fit today's society standards. So that's why I'm like, it's, if you want to get plastic surgery, make sure that's yes, what and you that's want like and not the main what thing society that I say. wants you to do. Because it's like, everybody like, do what makes you happy. But just make sure that it's going to genuinely make you happy and not make Instagram likes this this and that like that's not what your goal is to get a million likes because you went and sat on the surgery table and got blown up with tubbleware and now you come back boom oh I only did this so everybody can follow me and like me and I can be popular but it's like did you really do it because you wanted to do it and you were unhappy with yourself so I totally agree with everything that you said. Like I agree with the happy part. So my question to you is, um, have you ever felt pressure from uh, today's society standards, wanted to change something or do something different? Um, all the time, all of the time. It wasn't until. I say like two years ago that I started be- mm-hmm. being comfortable with the skin I'm in. Because when I check Instagram, Twitter, and just just every day going around, you know, the city or the town or whatever, I see girls and I hear stuff. And it's just sometimes, because I remember in middle school, like people calling me fat, mm. you know, people telling me that I wasn't good enough. And I know that I'm I'm the darkest of my family and I remember my siblings mm-hmm. telling me, Oh, you dark, you black, blah, blah, blah and stuff. And I remember just, you know, feeling like What's hey, wrong with me? I don't you know, I would wanna change yeah, what's wrong with me? Like I would wanna change, you know, flatten my stomach or whatever. 
I would want to, you know, stay in the mm-hmm. house more so I can lighten my skin or whatever. Because I see lighter girls are, you know, right. what the guys are more attracted to. And I see the skinnier girls are where more guys are attracted to. So you need to get on that level. Like, well, maybe I, exactly, maybe I should change these things about me. But I'm, I had to realize I am who I am. (laughs) Beauty is in the eye of the beholder because now that I'm a senior and stuff, I have. I'm not trying to flex, like, yeah, I know I look Period. good, but I am, I'm a pretty person, and, and now that I'm a senior, I have more guys that are attracted to me and stuff, so I'm like, bro, I was feeling like this, and I was, like, just feeling like I would never find anyone, I would never be able to look good, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Other people find me attractive, so why why would I feel like, you know, why would I focus right. on the negative when and it's more positive? That's what I was basically saying um, when I said that now people focus on the aesthetics of a person too much. And for me, I feel like the point where I was being really kind of pressured from society to want to change was basically like my own shape because now you have to be slim thick you know being small was it back then you could be small as I don't know what skinny whatever as I don't know what and you consider the best body in society but now it's like slim thick everybody gotta be slim thick no ways huge butt big thighs all of this so I'm like well, I need to get some thighs I need to step up did I realize I was like, I'm no longer going to put myself through that to look like every other woman on Instagram. Because I don't know what they sacrificed to look like that. And I don't know how they even got like that. But I can only be who I am. And I'm pretty sure when I go to college, I'm going to get that freshman 15. And I might regret some things that I have done now. So let me just live my life (laughs) and not worry about the things that I possibly want to change so and not to say that you shouldn't change anything you want to change because I have changed a few things but you know just that aesthetics part is like crazy exactly and I'm not saying to just don't do anything so you feel mm-hmm. you know just don't do anything even if that's really what you want because at the end of the day yes. we are influenced by society I'm just saying mm. don't let society run your life it's okay to look on Instagram and be like hey I see she has no waist mm-hmm. maybe I want to you know change a little song mm-hmm. start wearing a little waist trainer when I work out but when that starts dictating your right. life, that's when you have to draw the line. Like me hopping on Instagram and being like, oh, her stomach is so flat. I want to be like that. You know, change on my lifestyle a little bit and start eating better and, you know, working out more and being more active. Right. That's totally fine. 
and you, you know, hopping on Instagram and you know, ooh, I mm-hmm. want bigger thighs or I want a bigger butt or whatever. And just, you know, changing a few lifestyle, having a little lifestyle change and stuff. It's it's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, beauty is still in the eye of the beholder. So if we find that aesthetically pleasing or whatever, aesthetically, oh, that she looks nice. Maybe right. I could change a few things. That's, That's totally I definitely fine. Agree There's nothing with wrong that. with it. And I really because what we was talking about kind of brought a topic up in my mind but I really want to talk about the pressures of people around you like we talk about Instagram but us still being in high school I noticed your last year I got one more year to go but <clears throat> just like inside the school place wherever you are around you you can get that pressure because everybody is trying to kind of change and yeah. get in their own lane. So sometimes the people around you can affect you. And I'm definitely saying I'm a victim of it, you know, because that's I feel like that's where it starts at. You going to school with girls who are popular because of this, this, and that, you are eventually going to be like, oh, maybe I need it. So I feel like it starts in your own, I want to say home, but it starts like in your own um surroundings like who the people that you are around most of the time I totally agree with that and it wasn't I would say it was less of the people at school mm-hmm. and it was more of it starts in your own home to me mm. because my mother she I think, and I saw this on Twitter, like, I'm not alone. A lot of black families love to comment comment on weight, and I'm sure you, I'm almost positive that you can, some yes. family member that you can find that comments on your weight, ooh, girl, you get a little mm-hmm. big, ooh, girl, you look too small, ooh, girl, this, this, and this, and I'm like, if it, the thing is that I had to think about it, I said, it's not even me that's insecure about my weight. It's other people that project yep. their insecurities onto me about my weight. And I'm like, and that's what I had an epiphany. This was like sophomore year. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. I'm over here hating myself and I don't even really hate myself. There's other people that hate me, my myself. Yes. There's other people that hate me that make me hate myself. Because my mother, um, my mom, she was she was a plus size girl also. But she got to the point where she got really mm-hmm. she got really big. She was like four hundred pounds at one point. And then she had weight loss surgery. And I hate when my mama I love my mother to death. She's such she's the sweetest woman. That's one of her flaws. When she got that weight loss surgery, she just started mm. just projecting her insecurities on me. About and Ms. Maya you know, good, she had to okay. go through in high school, and I've always been. She be in the gym, keeping her weight. Yeah, she be still snatching the gym, getting okay. that little, hello waist. <laughs> and and she low key projects mm. her insecurities about weight onto me, because the things she had to endure during high school life of like bullying and throughout and stuff. her, you know adult life you know 
Exactly. And I understand she wants the best for me, and I totally 100% get that. Because it's tough. She, you know, mm-hmm. she's my mother, so she wants the best for me. But at the same time, you can't, it's a difference between wanting me to be healthy and wanting me to, you know, right. just look good for society. And I don't, I don't think she knew the difference. Mm. And that's the reason why it made me insecure. It's not about me, you know, working out and just being healthy, even mm-hmm. though I know my family is prone to, you know, those diseases. Right. I think it was more of the aesthetics than it was for being healthy. And that's where the problem came. And then it was also, the, you know, people from school having stuff to say about my weight. And, you know, like you said, seeing the popular girls wanting to be popular and feeling to be popular at a point in time and seeing mm-hmm. how they dressed and how they looked. And we'll just look at myself and be like, dang. I definitely what am I doing? get everything that you said. And when it comes down to like being in relationships with people, whether that's friendships, romantic wise, church, whatever. And you, okay, I'm just going to go romantic wise. Okay. So you in a relationship society now. And I was listening to this boy. He was saying how he never pays attention to the aesthetics of a woman because that could be literally like a mask of who she really is and who she really is could be the devil. And I just love that some boys really don't pay too much attention. It's just all about who you are inside and out. And I think that's really important because aesthetics will only get you so far. But if you are a good person and you have the best personality, you will really have longevity in any relationship with people. Hey, I agree 100%. Um, now that you brought that up, it reminded me of this. I had a Twitter conversation. I tweeted, I was like, um, is our looks important in a relationship? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just, I just tweeted that. I was just curious to see what everyone else was going to say. A lot of people say, yeah, to an extent. Yeah, like you have to be they attractive. Do have like, point. you know, like, that's kind of like a given. <clears throat> yeah. Just like, you know, if you see a random person on the street, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about them. You'll be like, oh, yeah, they're cute. Let me go, t- you know, start a conversation with them. But then I had this, um, this one, this one um, woman who um, follows me on Twitter, she had this amazing answer, and I love the way she explained it. She was basically like, yes, um, yes, looks matter, but at the same time, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's your standard of beauty? What, it, what really is beauty? Because we don't know. We just, we're just going with the times, like, to be honest, everything should be considered beautiful, but at this, but at the same time, it's not. Beauty is what we see all the time, mm-hmm. which is because you know we live in a social media and te- um, technology age. It's everything that we see on Instagram and all the girls that we see on Instagram. So she was like, "Yes, beauty matters, but you need to basically be open 
have a radical idea of what beauty really is. So, like, the guys on Twitter be like, oh, I would never date a fat girl, or I'll never date a dark-skinned girl, I would never date a black girl, or I'd never mm. date a certain race of girl. You're limiting you're limiting yourself from a blessing. You know, what can possibly right. be your soulmate. Right. I have always said that. And relationships are important. Relationships mm-hmm. are important because everybody wants to love and be loved. So relationships are definitely important and and it really ties into a lot of women's and men's insecurities because they're like, hey, this person I like to find me attractive or a lot of guys don't come up to me or a lot of girls don't, you know, give me the time of day. So maybe right. something physically wrong with me. And it mm-hmm. tends to make them want to change. And going to speaking of that, the topic of comparison, comparing you to yourself to everybody else you may see and feeling like that story is going to be your story and the way the way that theirs worked out is how yours is going to work out whether it's getting into relationships whether that's the way you changed your body whatever that may be but one thing about comparing it is a thief of joy and it will literally get you nowhere nowhere but in a very dark sunken place so any comparison of any kind to anybody that you most likely don't know um really yeah compare yourself to the beauty standards of today because you've seen another girl with the body that you want you don't know how much she sacrificed to get to that body place you just i just realized you never know people backstories I definitely agree. And basically, my take from the whole aesthetic and social media projecting there, Mm -hmm. oh, you have to have a six-pack, you have to be, you know, have big arms, because another thing we don't speak about is how a lot of men have insecurities and have body insecurities you hear more just about the women oh big boobs small waist mm-hmm. flat stomach big thighs big butt uh being short uh being mm-hmm. a fair skin straight hair small nose juicy lips but not too big it colored eyes blah blah etc blah, etc and how men, you know, have to dark be tall, skin and chocolate. Um, have dark skin, chocolate. Not even that. I don't. Well, in the black community, I would say that. But if you if you're tall, and you have you know the hair, a six pack, big arms, big strong shoulders. Mm-hmm. A jawline, no acne on both parts with men and women. Um, a chiseled face, 
you know, big feet, mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Like everybody has insecurities. It's just somebody told me they were like, "There's somebody in the world for you, so you, you don't, don't have to change anything about yourself because you have to find your own beauty standard." Because I'm not Megan a Stallion. I'm not Doja Cat. I'm not girls. What's another Instagram model? I'm not Rihanna. I'm not Beyonce. You're not the City Girls. Um, I'm not Iggy Azalea. <laughs> I'm not City Girls. I'm not JT. I'm not Carisha. I'm not uh, Mulatto. <laughs> Mulatto is a very offensive name, but we not even go get because she keeps on be on Twitter. Why does my name offend? I mean, your name literally means biracial. You literally, you literally. Oh Lord, I gotta go look it up. Like, okay, but we gonna let this slide. But yes, on Twitter, don't cancel. Yes, cancel culture. Cancel culture sucks. Ooh, child. Anyway, stop listening to my lot of music. Yeah. Stop supporting her. She's pretty. A lot lit. of them are problematic, but we still be sitting up there. City girls make a wish like Ray J. Talk to them, and then we go and look Stop. up old tweets and literally <laughs> go back and rap their songs. So I don't know. I'm like society, y'all so messed up. What? Yes, like you praise. You praise the bodies and praise their terrible looks, people, but like bodies is on ten. Like they're actually bad. Right. And that's mm-hmm. all we see because we look with our eyes and it's all we can see. But when we dig deeper, we realize that all of these celebrities that we worship that a lot of people worship, right. I'm not gonna say we because please. A lot of celebrities that these people worship and just will die for. They really are, and they will put on a facade just to get a check. And had pretty hands. Exactly. Not even that, because um, Twitter is free to all. You type in a word, bitch. Mm-hmm. Majority of them have crossed some kind of line in some kind of way. So, moral of the story is: don't put these celebrities on a pedestal. Find your own source of beauty. Find your own source of happiness. Find your own source of um, success. Because a lot of these people be going through it. And a lot of these people... A lot of them really be struggling. Like They will do everything in their power to make things look like they are happening, but they're not. And it's just like, okay. Right. My mama always tell me, girl, they lying. Like, anytime, like, mama, so-and-so, they lying. And she end up right. <laughs> and if you keep that mindset, exactly. And if you keep that mindset about everything. It will. Life will be, become so much easier. Because a lot of these people do lie. On Twitter, Instagram, flexing. Oh, I got this new. And not Rolex, only do we put oh, these people that we don't even know really be on pedestals, we put people around us on pedestals. You gonna put the most populous girl and boy on the pedestal, like that's a given. You know what I mean? So even in like I was, I'm gonna go back to it. Even in 
um, spaces where you are around other people that are your age, like school, you still have to find your own lane regardless. Right. Don't check for what mm-hmm. everybody's moving at different paces. Just because they're moving at a faster pace or a slower pace than you doesn't yes, mean and that is exactly what I was venting about last night when I was just like, you know, I really feel like I'm behind on this, this, and that. And I really just had to real recognize that I'm on my own pace and journey and it's different stuff that I'm trying to get versus my friends. And just that learning how to balance you in the midst of like the fast life, it's like, ooh, it's a struggle. So I'm not even going to lie. I get why a lot of celebrities go and hop and get surgery. That peer pressure is something. That pressure to want to be perfect and yes. want to be a better version, which is always what you should do. But I definitely don't blame them and I don't question why they do it because it's like real life. Like you would get so pressured to do certain things. You're like, oh, my God, I really got up and did that. Exactly. Yeah. And then I want to point out another thing. The reason why I don't get mad when celebrities get, you know, surgery or get something done to their bodies or whatever the case may be is because at the same time, we're just small, small town Mississippi girls. Nobody checking for us. Nobody checking for us. But them, exactly. Well, at least y'all want to check for me. I mean... I definitely I need, need a check. check. Listen, I was going to get on TikTok and start doing TikTok because they make <laughs> some good money. That's what I was about to get on there and start doing. <laughs> Girl, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Well, no. Anybody can become an Instagram model. Well, All I got to do is to... model some pretty little thin clothes. Yep. Be an Instagram model. Be a model. <laughs> but these Instagram models and these models, period, and these rappers and singers, they have all eyes on them. So they feel like, oh, I have to be perfect because these people are paying money. And because I'm basically what they want me to be because they get, yep. I, that's how I make my income. That's how you pay month to month. Because so I got two more t- topics under good. the social media thing. So one of them is, when you see girls on Instagram with their bodies out, pretty much that's all we see is just body. Whether that's butt, whatever, hanging out. What is like too much on social media? Like, should you put every bit of your life, every bit of your body, everything on there? Or should you like have a balance? Like, what do you prefer for you? I'm all for it. (laughs) If you would have asked middle school and I would have been like modest. Like, oh my gosh. Right. She shouldn't be having her butt out on Instagram. (laughs) But now that I've like um, been more active on social media and I've low-key gotten into politics a little bit and it's just been now that I've gotten into all of these different worlds and these different 
I got her out of my little small town Bots. conservative little Mississippi vibes. Exactly. And I looked at what the rest of the world was basically looking at. And I'm like, hmm. A woman have a whole whole body out. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I love it. Do that, girl. Because it's her body and her choice. That doesn't right. mean I'm gonna get on Instagram. Booty, booty just cheeks, clapping all on the screen. Calling my boots. <laughs> oh. I love that for her. And if she's comfortable doing it, and that's in her element, and that's her way do it. to make her happy, go do for it, it. Girl. That makes her money, girl. I support it. Yes. That girl, I love it for you. I I don't have the confidence. I don't have I don't have <laughs> no, I cannot do it, but seeing other women being empowered and comfortable in their skin and they just mm-hmm. want to flaunt it and show it off on social media, I'm all for it. And I'm not even gonna lie, those thirst trap pictures that women post, I'd be like, those low-key make me more confident because I'm like, wow, right. she's really confident and she really, you know, loves the way her body is. It's like if a guy sees it and um, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, her body banging, oh just, mm-hmm. you know, it gets them feeling like it's that. the confidence but for me. me. I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's the confidence, and I'm like, wow, women's bodies are really works of art, and I love it, and I'm just right. happy. I I'm here for it. So those thirst trap pictures when they be you know savage savage fancy. Be, yes. So shout out to my girl Riri. I definitely stand to agree with you on that. I think that you should do whatever you want to do because, like I said, people's stories. Like we all have a story. We all have. We all have been through something, and things that build up to us even having that confidence to post that picture are so important and I think that you know a lot of people do it to inspire so if that's the main reason why girl do what you want to do I definitely support you now the second controversial topic is OnlyFans I'm not gonna even lie I'm so late. I found out about OnlyFans like back in the summertime, which OnlyFans been out for like two years, I think. So I'm super late. But I feel like the culture and society pumping up OnlyFans, dragging it out, everybody in their mama getting the OnlyFans, charging these folks so much money. To watch them twerk and post pictures with cleavage out. Um, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about that? I'm just, I just need to know more about it than I can have a full opinion on it. Um, from my, from what I've gotten from OnlyFans, I feel like there's another thing, like how I feel about the other one. It's just, I feel like it's empowered people who are mm-hmm. very comfortable with their skin and they just want to show it off and get right. paid for it. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? You pay for basically being comfortable with their body and knowing their body. So I'm like, bro, I'm all for it 100% because 
I love, you know, seeing people be empowered. And like you said, uh, you don't know the backstory. It probably took them a lot of time and a lot of effort to get with the confidence. And now they just want to show it off with other people. Right. So other people can feel empowered and love, learn to love their bodies and, you know, learn to worship and love their their bodies. So mm-hmm. I'm all for the OnlyFans. Now, am I going to do it? Most likely not, but seeing other people do it, I 100% applaud yes, them. Yes, and I don't know if you watch Choice TV, but I love Choice. And I was and in the, in the beginning of his YouTube career, he was like named as a troll because he was speaking facts, in my opinion, and all them YouTubers couldn't take it. Now look at them. But he was basically talking about how, you know, things that have to go in 2021. And OnlyFans was one of them. He was saying, like, do y'all want OnlyFans as y'all retirement check? And I was like, I kind of agree with you on that. But at the same time, I'm like, you got to give it how you got to get it how you live. People got to get their money how they going to get their money. And, you know, like this blogger be saying in his videos, he be like, well, where can't honest what he pays the bills? So, if you, you know, stripping for a living, you, I don't know, whatever you do, escort, whatever you do, and you got to eat on OnlyFans to make a couple ten thousand a night, I don't blame you. Like I said, get it how you live. Hustle beats talent. It is what it is. And then some of those people on, on OnlyFans and the strippers that I've been seeing on Twitter, Girl, that core work, though. So they do have to master their craft. That core work, that ad work you got to do yes. to get this, oh, to have that balance. Girl, that's a sport. They need to put that in the school. <laughs> Not the school. Oh my God. Nothing. They could barely let us wear office. You so right. We can't even do nothing. And girl, the trends throughout our school, it also kind of reminds me of the beauty standards because how trends have came and went throughout school compared to how beauty has came and went throughout society, it kind of kind of similar how Jordan's was really popping and Jordan's still kind of pop you know everybody still represents some type of Jordan shoes or whatever but back in like fifth grade if you didn't have no Jordans you was not you was lame yes now I love that you said and this. if you didn't have yes. a pink yes. backpack and a pink sweatshirt or a Michael Kors purse with Ugg boots, you just was not doing it. Yes. I remember getting yes, and I love Converse in seventh grade. In seventh grade. I still love yes, them. I, I love rocking them. my little Vans and my little Converse. Now all I see, I can't walk down the street. The same people that used to clown me from wearing but Vans. But you see how Vans came have back, a whole closet full Beauty of comes and goes. So, yes. Exactly. Been I've been wearing, wearing Vans. I've been loyal to my Vans. And now they all 
been wearing Converse, and now Converse and Vans are the trending topic. Like, wow. Same people that used to clown me for not having Jordans and for not wearing, um, for wearing Vans are the same mm-hmm. people that have a whole closet full of Vans Which is now. crazy to me. I'd be like, dang, look how they come back yes. around full circle. Not everybody been wearing um, Converse now because it's the trend. But I bet you in the next few months, it's going to be out. And that's why I always just tell myself, like, Shelby, you cannot keep up, and that's fine. Because things come and go regardless. You can buy the shoes that's going to be popping in the next two months. Two months after that, they're not going to be popping. Now you're just wasting money if you're not going to wear them. Right. Exactly. If you didn't genuinely like them. And I remember at a point in time, I was going to get a pair of Jordans. See just, what it's know, like. Just, you know, just... Have a pair. Just say I have a pair. And now that I look back, I'm like, bro, I'm so glad I didn't spend nearly $200 on a pair of shoes because I didn't genuinely mm-hmm. enjoy those shoes. Those shoes were ugly, to be honest. So I'm glad right. I spent my look. Um, how much are Vans? $50 really on Vans. We do. Because now look at me. We need to start I definitely been trying to think about trends to start or bringing stuff back from like the two thousands that people kind of didn't really look at. I'm really be like, but starting the original trend is always the best. So we definitely need to start a trend. I feel like it's not hard to start a trend because people would just do anything and boom, it's like popular. Exactly. I can't. I started a trend at one point, but I can't remember what I did. And I was like, um, I was yes, only you definitely it, are a trendsetter. Okay, I definitely can say end. it. I'm not a trendsetter. I just but you do like random, random stuff creative stuff, especially like when we was in like middle school, you used to do things that you liked, and it was really different. And everybody can really do it, but it was a trend. Like you set something that everybody really can do. Now mm-hmm. that eh, I could kind of agree with that. I guess. I guess you need to I guess go ahead and agree with it. <laughs> fine, I fine. Um we should I love now that I think about it, I used to clown this little boy in my class, like in second grade, for wearing the little um oh, oh sneakers with the little roller skates on them. Duh, that's kind of ugly. <laughs> I can't. Why can't we find like a cute pair? Like, do you are remember kinda, like, them? Ugly. Them light up shoes. But I like the idea. And then I remember. Like them hot pink vans was so popping. I had got them. I still got them. I don't even wear them no more. But different. Literally, like it's so crazy mine. how stuff come back and go. It's literally like a fad, honestly. Yes. Because people just be doing stuff. It makes no sense anymore. Just like that's how crazy to me. Was in Walmart at a point in time, and now everybody wearing champion yep. sweatshirts, and now they're like fifty dollars. 
Like and literally girl, just in Walmart. Don't change up. Y'all was and just in Walmart. And people will find and crop. People like to follow the trend. I've never been a huge trendy girl. Of course, like back then. And sometimes I like to buy stuff that's on trend. Because I'm like, oh, that's actually really cute. But I've never been like, oh, I got to get this snack because that's what's the trend now. I've never really been a trendy girl. So I think, and I saw this quote by this famous um, designer. And he said, trends are for people who don't have style. And I was like, come through. When you don't have style, you just follow and what he's you right. see, honestly. <laughs> It's like, I can't even pair a shirt with jeans, so I'm just going to put on what Instagram said was cute. I'm going to go buy that. And I totally agree with him. People who don't have fashion sense will run to a trend so quick and claim it. I'm like, ooh, that's cute. I'm like, bro. If you wasn't been doing it, you then wasn't it's been nothing. doing it. I love that the oversized. Ooh, I have so many favorite trends right, right now. Though. I think that, and just to put that out there, not saying that I don't like trends. It's so many trends. I'm like, oh my god, I would have never thought about that. But um, I love. The cute little small purses, like 2,000 looking purses. Those are cute to me. Yes. Um, yes the platform yes. converse are really cute. I was trying to get them, but they were sold out in my size. Um, What else is really cute? The Essentials hoodies. I don't know if you've seen them, but they got like Essentials on the front. Oh my god, they, they just so like simple. I could literally do it at home with some press on letters, but they just look so good. Those, what else do I really love? I don't know. Most of the trends I love are like hairstyles, um, hairstyles, nails. Okay, hairstyles are oh, yeah, like I love any trends. It I've been loving short nails lately. Um, that's how I've been getting my nails short. So I love the little short nails with the French tip at the top. Um, the V. Yes, they are so like cute. The French tip nails, the French tip toes, the V tips on the nails, the little abstract designs, the hair. Um, I really love, I I still love knotless braids. Knotless braids. But the yes, color the color wigs are, I love that those are, are it. I feel like lace fronts, they got a good two more years in the running. Like, <laughs> I feel like sew-ins, leave-outs leave are going to come back in a few years. I just feel it. Please, no. <laughs> Please, no. Leave, leave out, out y'all can keep. That's for the girls who can, like, flatter and literally wet it in his back curly. Keep the lid out in 2017. 2009. Please. Um, frontals. 
Yes, they and I say the same thing. Love them, but they don't last. They need every single frontal that I've had. Me too. Lasted me a good. Me too. Week. And girl, I went out to for my birthday. Week was like I had to glue my way down in the hotel room. I was tying it down in the car, like girl. Oh. And then you was like, she does it so well. You come at the uh it's hair salon, wet. slay to the guys, hair beat on it. Then you go home a few days. You like, ooh, what? The lace coming up. You got to lay back the, the edges down and all types of stuff. So frontals, so cute. I just need to <laughs> learn how to keep them up more because they do not last. You just spent $250 on a week style. I was so mad. Yes, we need to learn how to do them because I'm sure yes. if we would learn how to like properly do them ourselves, it would not. It would you know it wouldn't be as bad because all you have to do is buy the wig yes. and then boom, you could put it on. The mm-hmm. lace fronts they're so convenient. Like I don't, I like keeping my hairstyles in long, so they're not convenient for me. For but like as far as if um keeping up your hair like oiling it, washing installing it, installing it, re um reinstalling it or install a different one, you could you literally can. change your hair. And that's what I love about it. That's why I, you know, try to learn on my own how to install, watch a lot of videos and stuff. Cause YouTube is a really big help in society. YouTube really makes, you know, a lot of money from the cultures. Um, I can't look for that word, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't say it. But yes, like beauty stuff. Are, like beauty stuff? The cultures help with the society mixing in with YouTube. You know, we really do fund a lot of this stuff that be going on. So, yes, YouTube is a great outlet for, um, learning how to do wigs and stuff like that. But one thing about those wigs, I feel like the wigs are also a really big trend. Everybody will go run, put on a wig, style it, and keep wearing wigs after wigs after wigs. And I'm just like, I want to do something else. Like, I just can't put a wig on top of two more wigs on top of wigs. I kind of like to change it up. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Wigs, they're cute. They get the job done, but like... Me too. I'm more of a braids girl because uh, I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I, I love braids are just aesthetically some cute pleasing braids. Wigs, and your cute. hair is put back. It's not falling out the wig. It's none of that. Exactly. You don't have to worry you just about gotta it. Just got like in five go. minutes. It's just you straight you for are. a good two months. You straight for a good two months. Lay your edges down, put on some mousse, and you out the door. Exactly. And then the hair is not even, like bad. Well that that braiding hair it is really even to like keep up that. with hair and nails and everything and everything else you know 
All this stuff is just expensive. Okay, Being a woman is hard. And I feel like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But it's just all depending on how you get the job done. Because I want to start doing my own nails um, and all that type of stuff. Because you can look cute on a budget now. Yes. But I'm not even that. I'm not good. Like, I have a trimmer in my hand. So I can't even do nails or hair. I mean, I can do my own mm-hmm. hair, but as far as braiding it straight, probably mm. not gonna happen. See, I learned how to braid from a white girl that went to um daycare with me, and this was before society. Yes, and this was before what society was like. White girls can't do nothing; they stiff, all that type of stuff. We were when I was little, we were mixed in. It was a mixture <laughs> of white and black people. Now I feel like my school's predominantly black. But that's another story. Anyway, she taught yes. me how to braid. Everything was school, comic, collective. And we were friends. And yeah, so, you know, now society's a little different. And you see that most of the black girls are the ones who get influenced to change their bodies. These white girls don't care. Some of them. Their influence to change your body too. It's just it's less. not in the limelight. I feel much. like that's one thing about yeah. our people is they're kind of gullible. Like other every other race I see, they mm, stick together mm-hmm. and they stick to one thing. But black people, they're kind of gullible. So that's why I feel like most races are intrigued with our style and what we are doing because we're just a bunch kind of gullible oh one thing's this oh another day is this and just just a lot going on all the time in the black community it's always something that's going on in our community that'll make you want to just do something different and tiktok makes it no better pull your hair Um, I'm glad I'm not on TikTok. I mean, TikTok, I love it because I see a lot of hilarious TikToks on Twitter and stuff. But like when I see the bad girl, TikToks I'm on TikTok and Twitter, I'm so obsessed like, with it because it for me. I follow the makeup ones, the food, the black girls who do braids. Like I follow everybody. So I get tips on a lot of stuff. And then I also like, crack up in class. When I'm supposed to be doing like a test or something, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Not Girl, you on TikTok I'm in on, the middle of a test. And I'll be on TikTok in the middle of a test and worksheets. I'm like over there dead because us black people, we so creative and so talented. And I'm I always crying laughing at somebody like dragging the black people like we literally be going in on ourselves <laughs> but t- not um well to close the end in this late night session y'all I wanted to ask you first did you have any closing things to say Um, all I have to say, just reiterating what I already said, 
do not let social media or people period influence how you expect life to go or expect your life is supposed to be like because we we talked Mm -hmm. about a lot of beauty standards today but i feel like anything as far as life period it doesn't even just have to be about the physical aspect it could be the emotional financial spiritual whatever et cetera et cetera whatever the case may be do not let society or social media because of the uh, tongue tied that um society and social media really ties mm. in and it goes hand in hand nowadays since we are like Gen a technology Gen generation Gen Z, you want to so that. I feel like okay yeah we're Gen Z so um I know that it, it may get hard because you know everybody falls into the trap of being yes. insecure and thinking we're not good enough but as long as you stick to your own path and know that you're good you enough and that you are worthy in that different just di- mm. being different makes the world interesting. If everybody followed the same trends, the world would be kind of boring. So do you wear your crocs, wear your wear your little mini skirt, wear your platform, uh, wear your mini skirts, go outside naked. Right. Do what you want to do. It's illegal. Don't do that. Right. Start only things if your heart desires that. Um, right. Date who you want to date, marry who you want to marry. Um, be who you want. Right. Like, like if it's a beautiful girl. Girl. Anyway. Because <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Like, some guy was like, um, you know what? Matter. You no longer matter. We're so. crossing the line here. Moving into ending this podcast, my last ending question that I ask every one of my guests is, what is your favorite lip gloss tying in with the title of my podcast? (laughs) That's funny. Oh, crap. What is the name of that lip gloss? I love it so much. What is that lip gloss called? And it's, y'all, Nalea oh do gosh. makeup, so I'm shocked she don't even know Let about her. Because <laughs> be slapping it on. No order, no order, just vibes. And ever since the pandemic, like yes. wearing wear makeup has been really hard. Because like I have to wear masks. <coughs> so like wearing a mask is like so like mm-hmm. wearing makeup is kind of pointless. Um, this is called Lifter Gloss. Oh, by Maybelline. I think I heard it. Lifter yes, it's at the drugstore. I saw that a commercial from it. Yes, I freaking love this lip gloss. And wearing a mask, I gotta try that one. Fun. I wanted to get. So I gotta go get that since you said it. You have, uh, I freaking love it. It's milk. Girl, so my good. recent favorite lip gloss has been the Bath lip. and Body Works mint ones. 
mine, the one I love recently is called Pink Mint from Math Body Works. I love their menthol peppermint infused lip glosses. So that's what I've been using lately. I love, uh, I like Bath and Body Works lip gloss, but I love those. Mm. They're not sticky enough for me. I like the idea of them. They smell great. They last. Now, if we weren't in a pandemic, I would give them another go, but they don't work. Lip glosses and a mask do not. <laughs> yeah. My lips be chapped most of the times. I'm like, nobody's going to see my lips. Tie everything together with them chapped lips. I want to say thank you so much, Nalea, for coming on my podcast and talking to me. I want to thank everybody who is streaming and listening. My podcast, Lip Gloss, which streams on all platforms, you guys. So make sure that you guys watch and catch up on all the episodes because the rest of this season is about to be popping. Okay, I'm about to get even more juicy into the tea. So thank you so much for being on here for me Nalea okay and I hope that everyone enjoys their week bye